guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club episode 97, Burgers, Chronicles, and The Pondering. I am your host, Brad Silliker, and joined by the other host, gentlemen, sound off. Lucas Candy. Andrew Beckwith. And Matthew Barber. I had a little bit of too much cough syrup just before, so if I'm a little squirrely-eyed, just someone rein me in. Someone rein me in. (laughs) You cut Uh, your own hair this week, Brad? uh, Listen, I turned 36 and went back and had like some kind of crisis, and instead of buying a car, I parted my hair on the other side. I knew there was something Economical. <laughs> yeah, parted my hair on the other side and uh, and was going through like uh, some stuff that came with us when we moved. And I found a bunch of my old earrings and jewelry and stuff like that. You did not. I did. I tell you, I did. And so I popped. Lean in. I, Lean I'm in. Bringing her in. Okay, here we go, everybody. Oh, oh my goodness. Ah, yeah, oh, yeah. Sparkly. Yeah. Sparkly, sparkly. Sparkly. And you're, you're looking like a redheaded George Strompolopoulos. Well, <laughs> I'll take it. That's <laughs> your pro- only you're probably more employed than he is right now. <laughs> probably. I saw, I saw a picture of him the other day on social media and it did not look good. He does not. He's never looked good. <laughs> but like <laughs> lived, know. lives under like in a van wow. down by the river. Doesn't look yeah. good. How do we yeah. get on Bash and George uh, Trump? The worst, the worst thing that ever happened to our nation was when they put him on hockey night in Canada. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, it was a terrible experiment. I was terrified I was going to get so much grief from you guys, but I've loved how this has turned. This is fantastic. <laughs> Real fast. Don't, no, don't worry. We're coming back. Uh, yeah, we're right. coming back. So before, yeah. Anyway, I, if you were to look at me 10 years ago, this is probably how I looked. Although I presume my cheeks weren't quite so yeah. flush and my jowls University weren't quite Brad. so. Yeah, this University is, this Brad. Yeah, this is University Brad. Yeah. Anyway. Your beard would come in that full though. 10 no. years ago. Yeah. No, no, no. He did not have a beer like that. No one, no one no. knew. Um, ladies and gentlemen that are watching, uh, you can go to our website if you'd like more information on who we are, what we are, and what we do. Um, OxfordHolyClub.com for any of that. You can browse merch. There's links there if you want to send us a one-minute message. We would love to hear from you. We'll put it on the show unless you tell us otherwise. All that kind of stuff. The one thing I do want to mention, too, is that uh, after this is done, there is the podcast audio that comes out on all the popular podcast players. So if you just like to drive, perhaps, and listen, get out of the house and go for a long drive and listen to your four favorite fellas. Uh, you can do that. And you can also... What, Matt? Did the- That's actually a better name for this podcast, Four, four Favorite Fellas. Four Favorite Fellas? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love alliteration. Anyway... Um, you can do that. Also, it'll be out on YouTube for you to watch as well. Thank you, Scott. And uh, I saw some other shares and likes coming in, and I want to make mention. Uh, make sure that you like our Facebook page so that you get notified when we go live uh, so that you can not miss the show. It and really helps me it, not miss the show. It really helps Andrew. If it wasn't for that, if he didn't see it pop up and go that we're live, and then he scrambles to his garage, we wouldn't garage. have him. Uh, and the other thing that would really help is if you could share. I know everybody asks, every video and every church now is asking, would you please share on your Facebook page? But for us, well, we're just like them. Could you please do that and, and share the podcast so that it will grow and, and it, uh, get? It's because it does such a, like, it's so big when just one person shares it. It made a no. huge difference when uh, a, a few people shared, took us over the thousand, our heads got full, and we just need to get back there again. 
Uh, any. We went viral. Also, fun fact, you can ask for us by name to your various smart devices that I won't name because it'll set them off in your house or my house. But just say, hey, whoever, uh, play Oxford Holy Club, and it will. Uh, so that right. So like if yeah. I said, uh, are you yanking my chain right now? Or is no, that I've, I've, I've done it before just to check. When you're on episode like 40, I was like, I wonder. And it worked. Hold okay, on. Hold, everybody buckle up. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, hey, Google, play Oxford Holy Club. Buffering. It's thinking. I'm really hoping it doesn't work. <laughs> Matthew Canhai sharing the stream. Thank you. And hey, Patsy, uh, you you like Patsy, right? Patsy Morton. Did, did I get yeah, that, that right? Shoot. After I got it wrong that time. Uh, okay, so it did work. I can confirm that it works as well. I've definitely it done. It did work because it just started playing up above me in the living room. Because <laughs> <laughs> want to make sure your wife's listening. Aaron paused the show she's watching, and, and I could then hear it. So I'm going to hear about that. All right. <laughs> Oh, good grief. All right. Well, so you can do that. Any of your, any of those smart devices that you talk to, you tell it that you want to listen to us. And hey, Adam McLeod is here. Whoa. Adam, he's my next door neighbor. If Adam actually just, Adam, if you, if you just come over and look right in that window, that's Adam's house over there. If you just looked in the window. <laughs> can you do it, Adam? Freaking. Adam, can you do and that? So can, that would be amazing. Nothing else uh, matters. No, don't do that. I have a shirt on, but that's it. And so that what? would be, uh, that's a joke. I got pants on mostly. See, your neighborhood I feel like you have like a 1950s neighborhood. Like everyone knows everybody. You're all like friendly. Thanks, Sonia. Yeah, you actually, definitely know everybody's business and they know yours. It's like, actually, it sounds pretty cool. It's actually weird, but awesome. Um, like, because when I go to work and I'm like, oh yeah, I was talking to my neighbors and oh yeah, I was hanging out with my neighbors and they're all just like, I don't know my neighbor's <laughs> name. And then I'm usually like, read your Bible. But then it's, <laughs> No, no, it's not like that at all. I, I was going to save yeah. this, but here's my neighborhood problem right now. Oh, we're, boy. We're, the, we're the new people. We've been here, but we've been here eight, nine months. Although the neighbors across from me are, are newer, but um, no one, you know, we, we know the people around. Anyway, long story short, I have a, a long a pellet gun rifle that when we moved here, I brought into the house and just set it in our closet. It Don't ask. And so it's safe. It is safe because number one, there's no ammo for it anywhere around here. And, uh, but anyway, today the kids were playing in the closet and they didn't get anywhere near it. And now I've taught my children's gun safety before, but they're still young. Anyway, Mandy just said, I'm uncomfortable with it being in the closet. There's some place we could take it. And I'm like, absolutely. I'll hide it in the baptismal at the church. So <laughs> not really, <laughs> but I said, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll remove it and get rid of it. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to put it in my trunk. It's just a, you know, it's, but I'm like, ah, it's like dusk and I do not want to be the guy coming out of his house in the neighborhood carrying what from a distance yeah. looks like a rifle, setting yeah. it in his yeah. trunk and then going back into his house. So I wrapped that sucker up in a blanket and tried to make it look like some kind of animal. I don't know. That or the dead body. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I oh, got lost on that story. Oh, no, it, it got worse. <laughs> Gentlemen. You still got my airsoft gun there somewhere safe? Yes. Yeah, I do. Got her all tucked for away. Real? Yeah, for real. Oh, I've, I, I maintain them. I take them apart and clean them. No, uh, guys, not really. Let's move on with this episode. Is, is that all right with you guys? Move away from firearms. Let's yep. move away from firearms. Fun here. Let's get into the tiebreaker. Oh. All right, very good. Uh, yeah, it is. Thanks. And Gary says this. Gary comes in in the tiebreaker and he says, "Were you about to jump on it there, Matt?" I know this, Gary, and. Uh, 
Is this the Gary I know? No, this is not the Gary you know. Oh, because this is definitely a Gary thing. <laughs> okay. That I know. <laughs> All right. So Gary yeah. comes in and he says, I need your help. I prefer to eat a big messy hamburger with a knife and a fork. This allows me to eat without getting cheese and stuff down the front of my chest. My wife finds this practice barbaric, embarrassing, and disgusting. She claims the people we're eating with are horrified. She feels a hamburger is to be eaten with the hands. Many of today's excellent burgers are enormous and very messy. Guys, this is the tiebreaker we're to settle. How is Gary to eat this burger and who's in the right? This immediately reminds me of Seinfeld. 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 George, yeah. George is eating the chocolate bars the Snickers. with the knife and the fork. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Uh, because he want because for the very same reason that Gary wants to, because he wants to look esteemed. He wants yeah. to look like he's got it together. And so of course <laughs> he's eating his chocolate. Bar. I think I'm a, I'm on I'm team Gary. Well, hold 100%. on. Does someone really does someone go to eat a hamburger to as a status symbol? They pull out the knife and the fork and they feel like this is what's making me fancy. It's the fancy way. Rich people do. Like are they is this yeah. guy trying to set himself apart at the Montana's by busting out the knife and the fork with the burger and go and look at me? Look how hey, fancy. <laughs> um no, so here's oh boy. Yeah. I don't know if it's T or Tasha because I could see <laughs> me getting into an argument with either of them on this. <laughs> but but it's definitely don't get me wrong. If the burger is conducive to being held, that's fantastic. It's, it's okay. Is that the default? But here's the problem. Is, is that the, the problem. default, Matt? If it's a large burger, okay, and you see the way that they make some of these burgers now, they're stacked, right? Yeah. My kind of burger. But here's <laughs> the thing: you pick it up and you take a bite out of it, everything's in motion. All right. Everything is moving inside that burger. Here's what you can't. Here's what you can't do now. You, you can't let go of it. You cannot set it down because as soon as you set that burger down, it basically just spreads. It's like, it's over like wrestling a gator. You got to always maintain control. Or exactly. Exactly. So if you've got a large burger, you go right to knife and fork. I'm even okay with cutting the burger in half and then taking Sensible. it that's what that's of. what i've done i've okay. cut it in half yeah <clears throat> so did you guys ever hear of this um eating an orange in the shower have you ever heard of eating an orange in the shower that phrase sounds familiar but i that, i don't is know that why a thing? it it's it's a thing and it's supposed to be this freeing thing that you do because if you were just to take an orange and eat it it's sticky it's messy but if you take an orange into the shower oh. and just like go at that orange it doesn't matter cuz you're in the shower what i'm suggesting is that we Take the burger into the shower. Okay, that, no, 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 no. That you, you know eat. that an orange is like designed in, to come into pieces that yeah. are self-contained, right? You know that's how an you orange don't need works. A, you don't need to listen. I didn't make up this thing. I'm just saying. No, we, but you're very supportive of it. Oh, uh, I've tried it, and it's it was the most freeing thing. Free your mind, Matt. Eat an orange in the shower. And Nothing then, like a disgusting. warm orange. I can't okay, even homework can't for even, everybody. Eat an I orange in the shower. Gum. Come back next week. Report. Little no, eat, eat a an burger orange while in the I shower. shower. I can't even chew gum when I poop because I find that <laughs> disgusting. So, for like people that drink coffee. Or that like can actually eat well into the bathroom. You people are sick. <laughs> You're way off here. Let me bring us back because I had a thought. I thought it was weird that she thought that holding the food with your hands was barbaric. Because to yes. me, yeah, agreed, agreed. That's the more barbaric thing, and I, I'm fine with it. Like I like the big, you know, Viking with the drumstick or the whatever. But but yeah, that's not barbaric. And I'm although. The problem for me is like just you know how you take a bite and the thing falls apart. If you have one of those big sloppy burgers, like mine are always just bread, meat, cheese, bread, and a story because I'm plain Jane and it's easy. But if you have one of those big like messy ones, 
the second you cut into that, I feel like it's just going to be burger salad, basically, like just all over the place. Agree, agree. Lucas, I'm with you, man. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. My mom's coming into chat. Let's just let's yeah. just sit back and take a minute for that. And she's saying too much information. <laughs> no, Matt. You wouldn't believe the amount of personal messages I just got over that comment. So <laughs> we're gonna. <laughs> Oh man! Here we are. I can't. I can't wait to do a teaser trailer of just madisms. But if you're walking by someone at Montana's and you see them cutting up their burger with a knife and fork, I'd be like, coward. You no. I'd be like, you go for it. You go for it. Be like, how much money do you have? Montana's is disgusting. Did you bring your own fork and knife for your burger? I would eat at McDonald's before I'd eat at Montana's. (laughs) Okay, we're not debating restaurants here. Just because somebody likes Montana's and you know, Matt can't even chew gum and go into a Montana's. Or a, a, a Whopper, Mac. <laughs> a Big Mac. Yeah. What's you, what do you get at Dairy Queen? Uh, yeah, oh, the burgers calls. at Dairy Queen are disgusting. The chicken is good though. Oh, oh, oh man! Lucas is No, no. DQ shut down in Fredericton, and it makes me a little bit sad. It's you, the hardest part of this whole quarantine. The, bear, the thing. Dairy Queen burgers are the equivalent of no name, no frills patties oh, so that you good. get, and when you <laughs> when you cook them. <laughs> Do you remember, flavor's just gone. Do you remember last and week when I want this to be the whole podcast? Do you remember last week when Barbara was so upset? Queen. Remember when Barbara was so upset with Lucas last week? It is 100% like 180 and Lucas is raging <laughs> that Barbara's bashing the DQ. <laughs> but it comes with ice cream, so it's just oh, so good. Although it turns out the Moncton uh, Dairy Queens are not very good. I have discovered that. Uh, we, I don't mind the one here. We, um, I actually ordered uh, Dairy Queen on Skip the Dishes the other night just for a milkshake. <sighs> so jealous. <laughs> How did it get there? Was it good when it got there? Perfect, because I hate thick milkshakes. And so by the time it got to me, oh. it was exactly how I liked it. Yeah. Nice. What, what, was your, I, what was your flavor of milkshake? Oh, Scott's bailing. We were oh, losing Scott. We're, we're losing Scott. Abort, abort the conversation. Yeah, <laughs> this is the first time this has ever happened that Scott and I disagree. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, it's not a good sign, Scott. No, I've Scott. got your back on this one. Not just because I don't want to lose you as a listener, but because I think we both have common sense here. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, Scott to each their own, man. Thank you, Sonia hey, Cudmore. Hey, Sonia Cudmore. Yeah. Eat with your hands. Savage burgers to eat them. Savages, Sonia. Oh my goodness! I have eaten uh, cheesies with a fork, and it's liber- it's pretty great. Don't get me this happening. Just delicious. Yeah. Your internet cut in and out. I go. heard cheesies for. We're getting so much comments on this. Big, uh, big Mike, Mike McPhail, big hard with a fork and knife. Absolutely, Mike. This is right. Our, well, we need to settle this tie, gentlemen. Um, yeah. It. What? Well, okay, I know how Lucas and Matt are going. Team Gary. They're they're Team Gary. Team that Gary. you should cut the burger up. Yeah. That that's fine. Andrew, how are you coming down on this? Uh, I'm I t- am Team. Is it his wife? Yeah, yeah. I'm she's not giving Gary's- a name. Doesn't deserve I'm- one. Team Gary's wife, with the exception, I allow one cut. You can cut it in half. So, so you're team, allowed to cut the burger. So you're Team Gary. So you're Team Gary. Welcome to the nah. team. <laughs> well, but I would, I would, I would, I'm against chopping it more than once. Uh, then it's not I don't burger. think it matters. It, I, once, once you've crossed that threshold, that's I it. You agree. You've committed. Rubicon. All right, Brad, where do you land? Not that it matters because Gary's already got three votes. Gary got two and a half votes right here. Yeah, Gary's Gary's got the win here, but I would have gone with the wife because I enjoy the mess. I like getting right in there, making a big mess. And this beard catches it all. See, the beards don't enjoy that part of it. And that, and I'm a germaphobe, so I don't like making my hands messy. Anyway. All right. 
Well, then well, that, was, team, that was heated. Team, that was fantastic. Team heat on that bone. Well, I think, but I do think, for the sake of our relationships, um, we need to move on. Uh, yeah, I agree. This. Randy, Randy's really into my mug, um, and by mug, I mean this mug. And uh, I got nice I'd, mugs too. Uh, Randy, honestly, I'd give you this mug, but my kids bought it for me at Christmas. My wife took them and said, "You can pick one thing for Dad." And this is what they've picked. Um, I hate. I don't hate, but I'm not a comic book guy or superhero movie guy, but my kids got it for me. So I can't, uh, I can't you find the shape away. annoying to drink out of. Uh, I mean, I'm not an animal. I can sort it out. It's, you know, <laughs> it's not a, it's, it's, it's not, still got a hole. Say, can't you say yes or no? It's, it's still can't got a hole in the yes top. No. <laughs> I mean, they can get the fluid it'll do in a, and get the it'll fluid do it a pinch. Out. There you go. Oh, okay. Can we just pause for one second before we do our little catch up? Want to welcome Kent John Ross Carter to the show. Um, he's uh, he's here tuning in, and Marianne. A lot of people here that uh, yeah, uh, maybe first timers. Hey, welcome, welcome to the show. Thirty-one yeah, concurrent Kent, viewers. Give us a share there. Uh, oh, Jeff LeBlanc comes in with the lettuce bun. We're moving. I already on, disliked it. Already, we disliked can't it. even get into that. Yeah, no. But uh, Jeff, Kent I'm with you. We're going to have Kent on the podcast here. He's uh, he's a smart guy. Um, We'll have him on here. Well, All right, did, you just set guys, the bar. How was your week, uh, Andrew? My week? Oh, fine, Lucas. Go ahead. Thanks, Lucas. How was your week? Thanks, Ken, for the like. Uh, pretty good. Um, I was at Costco today, and I bought a coat that didn't fit me because oh. once I put it on, I felt uh, guilty putting it back because it's COVID nineteen, <laughs> and. I put it on. I was like, "Oh, this is like, oh, it's a little tight. I don't know if I want it." And also, I'm like, "Oh no, I put it on. Like, I don't." I don't think I can put this back. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, can you watch this in Corel? Like, it was 20 bucks. Theoretically, I could fit in it by the fall. Who knows? Uh, so I got that carrot. You bought, you bought yourself, yeah, you bought yourself yeah. a goal. Yeah, those yeah. have always worked out for me. So, I still have a pair of 34 jeans in my, in my closet somewhere. Me too. So just, uh, so I was also in Costco this morning for work. And the only jackets that I seen that they had for sale were like motorcycle jackets. Please don't tell me you bought a motorcycle jacket. <laughs> it was like a Kirkland brand, like fall. Oh, okay. it's, it's so I can motivate myself to lose weight and get a motorcycle. You know, it's uh, it's really good. Uh, and then the other thing is, I want to know. I've experienced something that I thought was kind of not a thing anymore. Um, my nope. children have started getting chain mail. Um, have any of your kids been introduced into this like uh, man, childhood have, pyramid scheme they have? Going I haven't on? even heard of that in years, man. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. They, they from three different people. Physical mail, like Physi- are, physic- in the actual mail, in, in the, the physical mail. Yes, mm-hmm. it says send me and someone else a book of stickers with this like thing. And anyway, they've gotten three letters. They don't come with the stickers. You need to pony up the stickers up front, which makes me think pyramid scheme. Uh, and, and then, you know, so and it's just, I mean, it's stickers, not the end of the world, but it's just, it's a chore. <laughs> like, I, like, are they from people, they're from people they know? Oh yeah. They're from people that know. Yeah. yeah. I've already determined that, uh, if this quarantine thing goes on too long, the stickers aren't going to be currency, um, <laughs> that it's going to be cheese. Yeah. But what does that, will be currency. what does that say about like, uh, what does that say about people and isolation? Like, oh, here, let me lick these stickers and send them to some kids. <laughs> lick stickers. Oh, fair enough. Maybe that's what's wrong with you. <laughs> Mom, my stickers don't work. They, okay, Brad's hold on. Figure out why the stickers don't stick. It's he's licking, licking all the sticky up. <laughs> were, there, were there stamps? Please tell me. Please tell me there were stamps on these envelopes. <laughs> licking the glue there off were. stickers. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> they, were, they put the stickers on and then licked stamps. I meant to say stamps. <sighs> 
Oh my. Oh, so anyway, I looked at the first one. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm not doing that. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's terrible. Uh, so you well, didn't, I, I did you I even tell to your remember kids? to buy stickers and then remember to go buy stamps at two separate places. Uh, and then maybe we can make it happen. But did, I, I just don't think it's so many unessential trips. Did, so many yeah. unessential trips. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I already bought the fall. Did you tell your children to buy a jacket? Uh, about this. Oh, no, yeah, I let them open it because I thought, oh, maybe it's a letter, but nope. Sure, then, you, scheme. then you properly ripped it from them. Favor? Yeah. Uh, can you, uh, Mike's trying to get a random house thing <laughs> going here. Eight CDs for a penny. I remember getting Ace of Base from that. Do you, well, no, but I bet you it wasn't, I bet you it wasn't Random House. I bet you were getting them from BMG. Columbia. Thanks, Claire, Columbia. for the like. Uh, so, Lucas, can you do us a favor? I'm going to move on to Andrew now to share about his week. Can yeah. you go put your jacket on for us? Yeah. <gasps> Yeah, be awesome. <laughs> please, please. Thanks, buddy. Oh, All right, Andrew, tell us about your week, big guy. All right, so uh, if oh, you live in New, if you live sorry. in New Brunswick, uh, you know that we now are allowed to have bubble buddies. Yeah, and so uh, I mean, this we chose our Seinfeld themed episode. Our bubble buddies here this week, and we we're going with my parents because they're the closest. So yeah, we mm. we got to go visit. It was nice. Got to eat my mom's food. So good. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So <laughs> it's, I mean, it's snug. It's snug. Stand up. Show us how you have That's to zip it. Part. You're getting the you're getting the worst quarter of me right here. Well, stand up. Uh, give us how you give have us to the zip. <laughs> zip it and unzip it for us. We want to see the you struggle. You didn't have to zip it for us. You yes, could have just no zip it. it. There we go. See, at least it does zip, but yeah, it's a little, I mean, Lucas, like a a sausage casing. You, you you live in your truth, brother. You live in your truth. Yeah. Anyways. uh, Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of people in New Brunswick who wish that we could just go back to no bubble buddies because it's like so controversial choosing who your bubble buddy is. Yeah. (laughs) Like we felt immediate stress. Just like, what do we do? Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, it's good. <laughs> no, it is. It's a tough call. Quick yeah. shout out to Eileen Lewis. Um, welcome, Eileen. Glad you're here. Save the receipt. Take it back, Lucas. It, uh, she said, save the receipt. Take it back. I'll take that as, I'll try not to take that personal, but yeah, no. I, I tried to return a light bulb. I have a couple things I need to take back to Costco. Oh, sorry. I tried to take a light bulb. I bought it like a floodlight at uh, Home Hardware and it broke. So they got it back. I took it back and he's like, just throw it in the garbage and go get a new one. (laughs) Do you want to see my receipt? (laughs) No, just take a new one and go. (laughs) Because that's the thing I felt. I have a couple things I need that I've stacked up that I need to take back to Costco. But I'm like, I don't want to be the jerk who's like, hey, I know you don't want to touch anything. Here's something that's been in my car and in my house. And I breathe They might even not be taking stuff back. Costco is. That's the thing. Matt, are you seeing the same thing I'm seeing? Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Chat's awesome. Oh, Chat's awesome. <laughs> Patsy's on it. Yeah, Patsy. Thanks, is on Patsy. It. You're banned from the after show. <laughs> Never. <laughs> uh, that's cool. Anything else on, on your list, Andrew? Nah, no, nah, that's good. Bradley. I'm running on stuff. We're just, it's, it's like Groundhog Day here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, just go buy good. a bunch of stuff that doesn't fit, and it'll really liven up your story life. Yeah. So, other than your uh, stylization of earrings and haircuts, Brad, what's been going on with you? Uh, Jaden started guitar lessons. That's kind of cool. And Very cool. yeah, he's doing them online. Um, I'm not his teacher. I don't think any of us want that. 
I have, <laughs> I've always maintained, even when I taught lessons, I mean, I, I used to teach lessons full time, um, but I, I love my family too much to sit there through that. Right. Yeah. Like it's a totally different dynamic when it's your family. It's oh yeah, because with a student, I can be rid of them and uh, this I can't. And so we actually have um, uh, a youth from Oxford who's teaching Caden Mattinson, who's been on the show uh, quite a long time ago. But Caden, just super talented, great, great guy. So he's doing um, FaceTime with Jaden and they're going through and learning some guitar. So that'll be cool. I'm looking forward to seeing. And Jaden was excited. And that for me was the best thing because I couldn't get him excited. Yeah. He, he just wasn't with me and having Caden is fantastic. The other thing is this, um, right now we've gone through this cause you know, we're home. So we're looking at Netflix and Disney plus, and there's all these, um, movies that are movie musicals that are geared for kids like, uh, the descendants, descendants two, descendants three, and then zombies and zombies two. And anyway, and, and um, this was the first time that that Harmony specifically picked up on all these dance numbers that they were doing to solve problems. Meanwhile, every other character in the background is just looking at them. And she goes, what What do you think these people are thinking while all these teenagers are dancing in front of them? <laughs> Why aren't the police just arresting them? <laughs> the same yeah. thing I'm thinking now, honey. Right. So my, my favorite thing right now to drive my two kids crazy, they love this show, Vampirina. Okay. Uh, and and uh, every time I come in the room and they're watching it, I'll always stop and I'll just say, hey, girls. Do all the rest of the kids in here know that she's blue and they're not? And like, I'm very, I hope I'm not building some type of a discriminatory uh, approach into them in some way. But every time I'm like, do they know she's blue? And now they don't even answer me. They just roll their eyes and just like, dad, leave us alone. We're watching our shows. <laughs> watching my stories. Like there was, we watched, we watched Zombies 2 again today. And there was this long dance number on for the main character just to say goodbye as he yeah. was leaving. And oh. And right, like are you kids watching like Bollywood, like I've I have no concept of what you guys no, are watching. I, I got to be honest, some of the <laughs> some of the music numbers in this they're fantastic, um, yeah. really catchy. But it's just it's interesting to see Harmony's shift from like being a kid who just takes it in, sings along, loves it. She still sings, but to actually like recognizing, hey, this is a movie, critical thinking. Cri- like there's some critical thinking taking place, which is encouraging. Yeah. Um, so that's been, that's been cool. So now we just have like a huge laugh about how we solve all of our problems. Now, if, if there's an issue between her and Jaden, just have a dance battle and, and, sing off, and, guys. and that go. will, that will solve it. Uh, yep. yeah, that's, Absolutely. that's been me. Uh, that's cool. Randy, Randy's asking, are you guys making a garden this year? I think he's talking about Team Challenge, but how about you guys? Are you guys making a garden this <laughs> well, year? We actually, Mandy actually asked our, our landlord mm-hmm. if we could do a garden. I don't yeah. know who's going to attend it, but... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yes, Randy. Actually, I picked up all the seeds uh, today. Everything got we we started our garden in the greenhouse, and then uh, move it out. But yeah, Scott, the answer garden. is no. The answer to your question is no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> by the way, Brad, we should crack out that video uh, about musicals about going away or going to bed when uh, Apartment Eleven. Oh my the, word! Oh my yeah, word! That'd be worth, <laughs> that'd be cracking out sometime. That'd be fun. Do you have Very it? cool. Very cool. Yeah, we had a good week here. Uh, the girls turned five. That's one of those oh, kind of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, the magic's twins, still in them. That's awesome. Yeah. Mine's slowly so, losing. Yeah, it. That's right. They're not critically <laughs> thinking about zombie movies. Holy <laughs> lightning! Um, but the uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we had their uh, their fifth birthday party. It was awesome. We had a great day. We uh, bought them a giant pool. 
And so that's and uh, filled with balloons. Did I see that on balloons. Facebook? That's yeah. awesome. Sorry, so kids, it's, it's quarantine. A- There's no water. Here's your here's your <laughs> balloon filled pool. <laughs> that's right. So, uh, so yeah, that we had a great uh, great time with them. They had a blast. Um, that's cool. Yeah, a lot of fun. We were worried that they'd really miss the party aspect of mm. it. But uh, Aaron, she had an awesome bunch of stuff planned, so just kept them going. Scav, you had a scav, right? Yes, we did a scavenger hunt uh, around the city. Do you need to abbreviate that? I guess so. I don't know. Is that a thing? The closer to scabs, you can make it sound better. And so anyway, we, uh, yeah, we did that. And then uh, this weekend, uh, I'm telling you, man, the best part about quarantine or isolation so far, I am using my smoker all the time. All the time. <clears throat> and not only that, sure. but here's another Ken Carter shout out. I convinced Ken Carter and also convinced Ryan Filsinger, my brother-in-law, to both buy smokers um, this week. And they both did it. So we've got our own little chat group going now. About You're like their sensei and they're always coming to you for training. Oh, I'm and- sending recipes like crazy, man. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. Tell them not to go to Montana's constantly. Yeah. Garbage meat. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I went to Montana's, not a sponsor. Uh, but the uh, we uh, True. Uh, I did a big batch of jerky there on uh, Sunday. Did Delicious. you call, Did you call your chat the jerky boys? No, no, we didn't. Uh, missed um, opportunity. But yeah, so been using the smoker uh, a whole lot, so. Yeah, so it's been good. So we had a good week, and uh, ah, that's awesome. To seeing how things go here um, as the uh, they uh, start to lift some of the rules. Mm. Well, happy belated yeah. birthday to your girls from all of the club to you. I'll pass that along, but I'm sure that they don't care. I, they so. don't. I know that. <laughs> that's good. Thanks, Brad. Yeah, yeah. I can tell. That's great. Uh, no, no hot sauce lately, Warren. Can't get out to buy peppers. All right. <laughs> all right, Andrew, my man. We're, uh, we're we're coming to you. Okay, we're moving on to our smorp, and uh, tonight we are looking at Second Chronicles seven to f- or chapter seven fourteen to sixteen. Mm. And so, essentially, if this is your first smorp, we are going to read a passage, and then we are going to discuss it. Um, and so, we're going to look at S is for scripture, M is for message. O is for obedience, R is repentance, and P is prayer. And we'll get into that as we go. Um, But I'm just going to start off by reading it through. It says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayers offered in this place. I have chosen and consecrated this temple so that my name may be there forever. My eyes and my heart will always be there. All right. Cool, cool. Should I go again or are we good? I think I think we're okay. All right. So scripture, what words, phrases, observations stand out to you guys? I'll start at the top. Oh, go ahead, Lucas. I was going to say, I I like the part um, where it says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn away from their wicked ways. And I like going back to, you know, humbling. A lot of time I feel like Christians can get on a high horse and they, especially um, depending on different factors, you know, then they can almost be like, I'm, I'm a Christian. You're, you know, some sinner or whatever. And that's kind of the mindset they have. And it's the opposite of humble. 
Um, and then it becomes about, I can't show any, like, I can't show any weakness. I can't show any mistakes I've made or, uh, because then that would, then I'd be like one of you people, not like, you know, a, a perfect, a perfect Christian. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you're humble, you have a different mindset on it. So I, I like the humble part. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's the section right before. And it's this idea of if my people who are called by my name. And I think that comes down to the whole identity piece of mm. don't forget who you are. Right. Which really ties in with you said, with, with what you had said, Lucas, mm. about the humility piece. Cause we, we, we only misbehave for lack of a better way to frame it up, but we only misbehave when we forget who we are or what we've been called, mm. not even what we've been called to, but who we've been called by. I think that's even more important um, than the two, um, which is to understand like, no, we've been called by God. We've been, we've been set set aside. We've been consecrated. This is a calling. Um, And, and there's certain things that come along with that. And again, I know somehow we end up talking about this every single week, but again, it's, it's this reminder of who are you, you know, and you're on the cycle around and around and around. And even in this, when we're looking at Chronicles, I mean, this is happening all in around Solomon and it's happening in around um, with some of the judges and where, again, things are good, things fall apart. Things are good, things fall apart. And it's God saying like, just do as you've been commanded and look back and see how things have gone. And then you will see where I will take action. Then you will see how I will move on your behalf. You'll Then you'll see where really this whole idea of you will step into the calling that I've placed on your life. And so for me, through this whole scripture, that's what I keep seeing is don't forget who you've been called by because that's where your identity falls. That's where your identity really um, should start and should end. Matt, I wonder if one of the reasons why that theme continues to come up is because of uh, today, like identity is is so fluid and yeah. Right. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Well, there's, I mean, and, and here's the other thing I agree with that, but we have to be careful because I've heard so many preachers and so many people say just like, well, the things that kids got to deal with today, you know, there's so many things out there to pull them away and help and make them stray away from God. The answer is yes, that is true. There's a lot of things out yeah, there, but, but there's always, there's always been, been things. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? There's always been always. things. And so I don't think that it's any harder today than it was, what, 20 years ago, 50 years ago, whatever it looks like. It just looks There's, different. This is it. They look different. And, and you know, what? and maybe there is things that are a little more appealing to a vaster majority of people. But at the end of the day, it does not change the one consistent, mm-hmm. the one true thing, which is God has called you. His character has not changed. Uh, his character is the only constant, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what we're called. That's what we're called to and to, to live in and live by. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, yes, you're right though, Brad, there is a ton of things that can cause people to just stray away, to walk away to, you know, our whole conversation last Uh week to deconstruct their faith, whatever Uh it looks like, but that's always been there. And so I'm not a fan of when people, it's good to acknowledge it, but I'm not a fan of when it's looked at as like, Uh oh, well, it's just a sign of the times. Well, don't give me that. It's always been a sign of the times. That's why the Romans were such a, you know, pure people. And so, you know, because it's back in the day, you know. Yeah. That, that was sarcasm for those that don't get sarcasm. <laughs> yes. Um, for, I'm not super into the Romans. For, for me, uh, it was the very first word that, that jumps out at me. Uh, and you can, you can read, you know, you can go back and read leading into this. 
but this is a turn. This this one word is a turning point in this scripture. If, if my people, it is conditional. There is a response that is supposed to come from us to receive um, what He has for us, the blessings that He has for us, the healing that He has for us, the forgiveness from sins. And you know, I'm not going to try to take us down this long faith and works conversation. Uh, however, I at some point I have to take responsibility for me. And it says, if my people who are called by my name, well, I know that I'm his, I know I'm his people. I I know I'm his person and I need to humble myself and I need to pray and I need to seek his face and I need to turn from wicked ways. We would call that walking in holiness and, and then he will hear from heaven. So there's this condition that's taking place right here. If you do this, then I will do this. And I don't know, this is my favorite verse in the Bible, by the way, specifically 14, um, because I don't know how it could get any clearer that we're called to be humble, we're called to pray, and we're called to walk in holiness. And if someone can show me something that says it clearer, please. I mean, I know it's there all over the place, but um, this idea of if really speaks to me. Matt? You're part of a small group of people who have their favorite Bible verse in Chronicles. That's for sure. That's, there's not a lot of people that would say that. Yeah, You're not finding that in a bumper sticker probably. No, not no. at all. I, and, and to what you're saying too, Brad, is where in 15 where it goes, now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayers mm-hmm. offered in this place, which is saying there is forgiveness in this. There is redemption yeah, in yeah, this. Yeah. There is moving forward in this that, that there's nothing that is so severe and so... Uh, dark and sinful that would ever keep me from ever coming back in response to you. And again, it's because what it started with, I believe, and what it says, you have been called. You know, the, the converse of this is also true. Uh, if, if you put, if, if my people who are called in my name will not humble themselves, will not pray, will not seek my face, right? Like God, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. You try to live a life, uh, you know, try to be a Christian and live with pride. It just the, the two are incompatible. You can't, you can't live with pride. Um, God resists the proud. I do not want to, I do not want God to be resisting me. No. No. I agree. Um, Scott's coming in. He's got I, some, some yeah, good stuff. Yeah, please. He says, uh, I love the if slash then of it all. Yes, we are saved. Uh, by faith, but if we humble and pray, if we seek his face, if we turn from our wicked ways, then God, if we, then God, this works, the works is the fruit of our faith, both and not either or. Agreed. It's both and Mm -hmm. to get together, working together. Yeah. And then Scott follows that up with another wedge. He's trying to drive between the two of us. (laughs) I left that out. I know. Scott, come on. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's really good. Yep. So that's the part right. that stood out anyway. Uh, we're going to move on to message, which Brad deleted from the notes. No, but, I didn't. Uh, you, Some Somebody yeah, else yeah. did. <laughs> uh, so what, what do you sense the Lord saying to you in this reading? Hmm. Man. I find it encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, well, I find it encouraging. Yeah, this idea, because as much as we sit here and say like, this is this is your identity. This is where it is. There and so as much as it's setting like there is a standard. There, there's yeah, there's yes. Also, I'm I'm comfortable with that. Yes, there is a standard, but it's also saying, but it's not all up to you because you've been called. And so for me, 
Not that it means I can take the my my foot off the gas, but what it means is that it isn't all up to me. Hmm. End of <laughs> period. <laughs> uh, and I, I, it's kind of a simple verse, but I do like the now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayers offered in this place. Like, like a lot of the time, you know, people you hear people talking about like, you know, I prayed but God didn't answer. It's like, well. He might not have answered the way you wanted him to, but like he does here, like, you know, his eyes are open, his ears are open. Um, and it's such a core concept that to me, I've always kind of taken for granted because I've just, I was raised in the faith and that's never anything I struggle with, but sometimes it's easy to, for, easy to forget that there's lots of people who don't realize that or don't think that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, this whole idea, um, the message for me, what do I sense the Lord saying? I mean, verse 14, verse 14 for me is powerful, and that's my go-to. But uh, verse 16, he was just kind of, I, I really think the Lord was just saying, I've chosen and consecrated this temple so that my name may be there forever. My eyes and my heart will always be there. Now, we're, he's talking about the physical temple, but we know mm-hmm. that we are now the temple. And, and, and that he lives in us and he's consecrated. He set us apart and his name is written on us and he, he wants his eyes and his heart to be with us forever. Mm. Yeah. And the other thing I think too, if, if I'm remembering this right, well, I hope I'm not getting this completely wrong. <laughs> if you verse, if I'm getting this completely wrong, whatever, yeah, not whatever, just anyway. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll correct a it. A few verses past this, I believe God says, but if they don't. Yes. Turn back to me. I'm going to tear this place down, and and the reason I'm going to tear this place down is so that it stand not stands, but it's so that it sits as a reminder uh, to the others of those who've walked away from the blessings of God. That is a major paraphrase here. But but if you turn away and forsake the decrees and commands I have given you, and go off and serve other gods and worship them, yes. then I will uproot Israel from my land, uh, which I have given them. And will mm-hmm. reject this temple I have consecrated for my name, and I will make it a byword and an object of ridicule among there all peoples. Ah, how oh, smart am I? Th- this te- I well, that. Okay, the pride. This temple will become a heap of rubble. <laughs> yeah, see, I told you. Mm-hmm. Woo! All right, but this is the idea, right? And again, it's not because God is being like, ha ha, I told you, but it's again, gotcha. I, I even believe out of even out of that, it's meant to be a marker, a point in time. Should they not do this? then there needs to be the story told of what has happened here um, in the hopes that other people wouldn't follow that treacherous path. Man, there's consequences for our disobedience. Yeah. Every one of us as as dads understand that. And we know what it means to discipline and love. Uh Yeah. Um, It's funny. Like we often think about, you know, all this in relation to us as people, but I, I've been thinking about this kind of thing as like a message to like church congregations, you know, we, we always think that if you're in, a, in the middle of a church that's healthy and vibrant and things are going well, and that's awesome, but at some point, that church is going to fail, right? Not not God, not faith, but that church congregation. Like, there's a, there's a church that I was kind of um, doing something with, and they, they would be a struggling church. They would be a, probably, you don't want to put it on them, but like they would be not a growing church. They definitely would be shrinking, and they're, they're going through struggles, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, at one point I was reading through some old news articles or something, and I saw, I'm like, man, this church was huge back in the day. This one I was thinking of and looking into, and like, they were the church in my community. And, and it's like, well, what, like, 
how do you go from the church, like this, this church that's doing so much for God to being a church that's focusing on the wrong things. And, you know, if, if, and it's the same thing, like if you're not, if your church is just existing to be a building where people hang out and you have potlucks occasionally, um, it's not going to prosper. God's not going to bless that. Whereas if you're doing the outreach and you're doing the things and, and not doing it for your glory, but doing it for God's glory, um, then you'll kind of keep that thing growing. But it's, it's kind of a sobering reminder that in the, in a relatively short span of time, you know, that church went from, from being like one of the biggest churches in the area to definitely on the decline. And, Hopefully they'll turn it around, but uh, it's something to always to remember, especially if you're at a church that's on the uptick, that you can't you can't get lazy and you can't uh, just start being all puffed up on how great you're doing now. You got to keep your eyes on what's important. You cannot forget your first love. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Okay. Obedience. Does anybody have any steps of obedience or feel uh, being led towards? Man, it's keep it's keeping my heart right before the Lord and, and asking him to search me and show me like, is there areas in my life where I have pride? Are there things that I'm holding on to that are getting in the way? Um, because I don't want them. Right. So, yeah. so it, David prayed that prayer, search me, Oh God, and, and see if there be any wicked way in me. It's a dangerous prayer because if you ask, he'll show you not in a, not in a, um, I was going to say condescending, but that's not what I meant. Um, What's the word? Um, not doesn't exist. Not no, not in a way of putting us down, but in but in a way of building us up. Like there's a way that he that he shows us our error and our sin. Well, discipline. Uh, I mean, right. that's what Discipline is right. Yeah, yeah. And I think for me, the obedience piece is just be aware of disobedience more than anything. Is, well, maybe is look so. at it and yeah. do not con- do not allow yourself to continue once it's been brought to your attention mm-hmm. to continue to live in disobedience, right? Otherwise God will tear it down. That's the, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, like there's, this is talking about a big cycle in terms of Israelites and their big cycle, but I'm, I'm sure we personally go through cycles but, uh, but, and, it, and it would be oh, sorry, yeah. recognizing, recognizing that I guess, and, and, and breaking those cycles. But you know, Israel as a nation was made up of individuals that decided in themselves, they were all responsible for their own actions. We look at them as the entire nation and go, you know, this nation rejected God and look at the consequences. All at once they made that decision. Right. But, it, it, no, but, <laughs> but it like, it started with, who knows, maybe it started with a family or two or people that, you know, that were, we talked about influence a little bit last week. Mm-hmm. Like you look, look at that. Oh, and ne- and what spreads faster? Negativity, of course. Of course. Right. And so of course, here you are grumbling. Let's reverse back. Uh, when it's like, oh, we'd been better off with Pharaoh, like put us back as slaves kind of a thing. And it, that started with one individual. Isn't that the craziest <laughs> thing? If you think about yeah, it, wouldn't you love funny. to just wring that guy's neck, that one <laughs> yeah. guy? Because of him, it was yeah. 40 years. You know what I mean? Like it was just, yeah. yeah. Uh, Randy, this is this is a fantastic topic, um, yeah. especially uh, especially the humility piece, because again, and Matt, not to say that unlike any other time in the world, because it's always been there, but yeah. pride and um, look at how we market things today. It's always been there, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but, but here's, the, here's the unfortunate part. And I don't want us to get caught up in this for too long. No. But when you're talking about the pride of thing, absolutely. It's always been there, but look how much it's crept into churches 
in the way that they operate and the way that they do things now. Well, they reflect the dom- the dominant culture, right? And I feel like the North American culture is very much a look at me culture, um, more than the rest of the world, I would say. And then our churches, you know, ref- reflect the culture they're in a lot of the time. So we really uh, need yeah. to we need to write a book and solve this whole thing about like rock star pastors and these churches that get too big for their britches. <laughs> no, we can't do that because then all of a sudden we'll be popular, we'll be famous, and then they're writing books about us. If we, it, I'm already afraid about that with this podcast. It's yeah, just I feel like the, I'm the, under a microscope. The bio, because all 17 people hey, right now are putting you saw us on me, a pedestal. You saw me put that jacket on. I I will be stay humble. Stay so, humble, Lucas. I'll, I stay humble. The straight to Lucas, DVD. Put on, your, put on your humble jacket now. Lucas is just going to mail the jacket around to us while he's taking a turn wearing it on screen. That should be a thing. When, when one of us gets a little too big for our britches to bring that <laughs> turn back again. <laughs> That's you, all we do. Is you send the jacket. Put on the jacket. <laughs> all right. Does anybody have anything else to say about that? Jacket of shame. Uh, no, the, obedience is, is to, for me, and I, I've already said it, it's to allow the Lord to search me and allow the Holy Spirit to give me everything I need that day to, to live in the call that he has for me. Mm. That's awesome. Agreed. All right. And then we have repentance and prayer. We usually, again, we just kind of leave those to you guys. We don't really kind of talk about those personal or more personal things. So uh, that's it. Well, moving on. Uh, hold Good on, time, Andrew. Just one second. Let me just get those two things written into the chat so people can see. No them. time. If if any, we'll also <laughs> say, also say this is that if there's anything along the lines here, and again, this isn't what we're here for, but we'd be pleased to help out. That if yeah, there's yeah. something we can be praying for for you guys, yes, you can send us messages privately. Don't feel obligated to. I mean, that's not. But uh, yeah, we can mm-hmm. we can walk together in whatever it is. So that that in fact, Matt, that is the point, right? That's why we yep. do this is not because we have the answers, but because we want to walk together with people. Oh, that's clear. Yeah. Oh yeah. If <laughs> if it was not unclear, go back and listen to the last ninety seven <laughs> episodes. And uh, you can you just have... visit oxfordholyclub.com and send us an anonymous prayer request. Yeah. And be that's sure true. to like our stream. And <laughs> share, share, share. All right, Lucas, we're coming to you with five All right, so potent ponderables, as I'm going to throw a situation at you, and you have to tell me what you would do. Um, and in this scenario, uh, so you're cruising around the internet one day, and someone sends you a link to a blog, and it's a blog of a guy that you kind of know, you know, not like best friends with or anything, but you're like, oh yeah, I know that guy. He wrote a blog, so you read it. And in this blog, you see that he's like kind of taking some digs at like a good friend of yours. So you have this information. So and so was kind of saying bad stuff about your friend. Uh, now you look at it, it's not a very popular blog. These two are not in relationship at all anymore. Are any blogs popular nowadays? (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. Um, so, but here's the situation. So you have this information. There's no relationship currently between those two people. Do you tell your friend and rile things up? Or do you just like, listen, there's a pretty solid chance you'll never see it. Do I, am I going to let them know and upset them? Or am I just going to pretend I didn't see it and walk away. What would you guys do? Brad, what would you do in this situation? I thought I was, I was responding. The answer's no, you don't tell them. You don't tell them. I, I, I mean, tell them if you're in the mood to tell them, but if you're not, I'm, I mean, a, I'm a telling them you're telling them. No, you one, don't yeah, tell one day while cruising around. No, we're not in high school. Hold anymore. on. Lucas, tell them. I have a quick yep. question. Mm-hmm. It is, are you waiting to see how we react because you have something to tell us? 
I have three scrolls here. I'm just waiting. Okay. To Show, us Show us the blog. Show us the blog. But say, okay, so one, would you tell them? And the second, the flip side of that is if that was about you, would you want to know or you'd be like, I don't care. That's water under the bridge. No, I'm going to take, I'm going to take a, a line from Andy Minio. Uh, that's none of my business. What they say about me. <laughs> Anyway, so I wish you'd left that line. With <laughs> no, I don't. I don't care. People, listen. People, there's people out there that like me, and there's people that don't, and they, and I do not care. I mean, do I want people to like okay, me? Okay, sure. okay. No, Here we go. Hey, hey, so hey, you say hey, that. No, no, you say that. Yeah, and that's easy I, I to say. It. it is. I'm, I'm because very- I say that all the time, and I even, I even carry this like this air of like. <sighs> I don't care what you think. I'm too confident. I'm too, but at the core of me, I'm such a people pleaser that it is debilitating sometimes. So I don't think now this is me passing judgment on you, of course. And, and, and listen, you, that's fine. Cause I don't care what you think, <laughs> which again, I say, I don't believe it. I think you do care. Bring I think that to a degree with you, you I care. with you, I do because you're someone that I, that actually knows who I am. Right. Yes. But, but people that don't actually know me that pass false judgment or maybe even right. I don't know. That doesn't, I don't concern myself with that. I cannot please everybody. And I'm not trying to put on some air of uh, like, I, that I really don't care. Do I want people to like me? Sure. I do. Hey, Tasha or Tia, leave me alone. Um, yeah. No, like <laughs> someone like you, Lucas, oh. Andrew, or people that know me that I would care about. But, yeah. but the, listen, the Tasha, Tasha knows this. Tasha has counseled me through many, many uh, moments of me feeling like I have let people down. Uh, And so (laughs) she knows exactly if it's still her, not to you, uh, exactly how I operate. And, and, and I would agree with you, Brad, if it's people I don't know, my level of concern drops drastically. Yes. Um, But it's for people that I work with and, and that I do know um, I care a lot. Like, like, like I said, did work with, but you don't work with anymore. Would you want to know that? Or someone that like, like, again, it's someone that's like, you're a few years removed from, you have no relationship with anymore. Would you want to know that they were talking crap? I wouldn't want to know. I couldn't handle it. It, it wouldn't bother. Let me, let me put it like this. Um, if someone told me that I'm, it wouldn't throw my world upside down. Right. But would it irritate you? N- I, I really don't think so. See, I, I want to say, I want to say based on some recent circumstances that it, it does bother you. No, I think, and I know what you're talking about uh, yeah. and we'll, we'll tread lightly. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, I don't want to get into it. I'm just saying. None of that bothered me personally because there were things that I maybe took umbrage with, but it wasn't something that, that like grated at my soul and was like, mm-hmm. I can't believe that. Absolutely Did you think not. about it when you put your head on the pillow that night? Nope. And, and I'm not even, I'm not faking. I'm, yeah, I'm not right. faking. I believe you. I, I think he's faking. I, Andrew. I would not want to know because I, I'm a people pleaser as well and it would bother me. Um, but if I, but my, I think the harder question for me would be if I had that information fall in my lap and say it was about like one of you guys, I, I would feel like I was being dishonest by not telling you. But then at the same time, it's like, you don't really need to know. Like, like it's just going to cause problems when there's really nothing going on. Like, I, uh, like I, I get like, that because I almost would be mad at you if you knew and didn't tell me. Yeah, like that would be. But bad also, if- I don't want to know. I see. I wouldn't be because <laughs> I I, th- I would just say like, oh yeah, who cares? I just don't. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I think I wouldn't tell, but I would struggle with it a bit. But I would also struggle if I told. So I might as well. Yeah, okay. I feel like I feel like first. So have I you guys ever tell. confronted anyone um, who maybe was doing such a thing where they were passing uh, yep. false information or something like that? Yep. Yeah. Um, oh yep. wow. No. I, I have I, or not. I mean, no. no one likes confrontation, right? And and I know yeah. that I I don't. I've had a few situations in my in my past that I've had to deal with stuff that's um, no one's no one's ready for confrontation, so to speak. But every one of you guys know eventually you have to deal with something, and then you know whether you can or whether you can't. I don't know if that's making sense, but very I've, cryptic. It is, and intentionally so. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll never tell. Way to go, Lucas. <laughs> No, this is not based on like, I, I, there's no vlog out there or blog or yeah. whatever. So so we all agree. We wouldn't tell them, right? Yeah. What's Scott saying? I, th- I think it would depend. <laughs> I, I think it's very <laughs> much contextual on who it is and what's being said and, and whether it would, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You, you know, it's one of those things you don't really know until you have to deal with it. So uh, if someone could please uh, do yeah. a blog. There's a, there's a lot of uh, kind of intangibles that you'd have to know in that exact moment, like yeah. as far as that stuff goes. Yeah. 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 There you go. All right. Well, I don't know. Did we come around to an answer for this? Yeah. Well, we're not, we're it doesn't matter. You don't tell them. You yeah. don't tell them. Let it fade away. Actually, a emails here, one second. Here, uh, maybe it would be more telling whether you, as the friend, read the whole thing to dish on it, to be like, oh, what are they saying about my buddy? Right? right, instead of maybe just shutting it down and being like, "No, nah, I don't want none of this." Yeah. So you think the right thing to do is three sentences in, be like, "No, no, I, I do. I think the right thing to do is three sentences in. Absolutely not." Oh, I definitely read it all. Yeah, I know. All right. Gossip <laughs> queen. Matt, hey, do we have time? Do we have time? Let's get it. Four, Four. ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of. Uh, Well, welcome back, boys and girls. So glad uh, to have all you cool cats and kittens here. Uh, we're going to uh, roll out uh, another episode of Sports and Star Stuff. It's a game of Barber Dash, Balderdash, and where we like to uh, give you a term, and it's either going to be about sports or it's going to be about star stuff, nerdy things. Could be Star Trek, could be Star Wars, could be actual, real, sorry to break, uh, sorry to bust your bubble here, Lucas, real space <laughs> things, not just like Stargate. I have a passing uh, so I'm knowledge. Gonna, I'm going to give you a term. And then uh, these three uh, hooligans are going to send me their answers over Messenger. Uh, and uh, please feel free to play along. I'd love to get some answers. Last week, it was a little weak on the answers. Uh, so this week, I'd like to see a few more. And uh, you got to tell me if it's from sports or from space. And then give me a definition, and we will try and guess what it is. You got it. Gentlemen, are you ready for your term? We are. Born ready. Spell All it right. after you say it, please. All <laughs> right. This one actually... All right, here we go. You ready? Yeah. Your t- your your words uh, for today. Flea flicker. <laughs> Flea flicker. Uh, my audio went all weird, so you're gonna. Have to no, no, it again. didn't. You heard him exactly. He heard fleer flicker. Yep, that Flea was it. Flea <laughs> flicker, spelled F L E A space F L I C K E R. Flea flicker. Oh my soul. Would you like that in a sentence? Probably not, but please. They always are so helpful. Did you see that flea flicker? (laughs) Same sentence every week. (laughs) Is my music playing, Brad? No, because I'm still waiting for the rest of the sentence. Flea flicker. Flea flicker. I've never seen a flea flicker be so concise. 
flea flicker. Wow. Was that a flea flicker I just saw? Mm. I couldn't look away because I saw a flea flicker. Flea flicker. F-L-E-A F-L-I-C-K-E-R Please flicker. I know, Scott. But at the same time, look at these three struggle. Yeah, the the <laughs> I know the I know the I know the audience. <laughs> I'm reading your answers, it's killing me. <laughs> Flea flicker. Alright, Andrew, waiting on you there, bud. Almost done. Google slow this night. I've never seen a flea flicker happen so perfectly. <laughs> all right. Oh, uh, we have all our answers. Here we go. Flea flicker. Flea flicker. In sports, specifically cricket, it's catching the ball at first base. Flea flicker. It is the term for the Quidditch player who first launches the golden snitch. Flea <laughs> flicker. When the quarterback gives the ball to the running back, only for him to throw it back to the quarterback. Flea flicker. When a star shows a small spark just before imploding into a to create a black hole. Or flea flicker, a last resort play in football where the ball is passed between multiple players. Flea flicker. One more time. Are you ready? Yeah. Flea flicker. I'm going to go fast because we're out of time. When the quarterback gives the ball to the running back, only for him to throw it back to the quarterback. When it's a term for the Quidditch player who first launches the golden snitch. It's in sports and cricket, catching the ball at first base. It's when a star shows a small spark just before imploding to create a black hole or a last resort play in football where the ball is passed between multiple players. Flea flicker. All right, gentlemen, what is your guess? Uh, multiple players. Multiple players. Okay. I'm thinking that the first football one, like the quarterback to the whoever, and then, yeah, okay. that one. Okay. And Andrew? Yeah. Quarterback to running back. All yeah, right. Oh, shoot. Well, that. gentlemen, the correct answer is when the quarterback gives the ball to the running back only for him to throw it back to the quarterback. But nice. I want to give extra points to Andrew for really his answer was the answer. That I knew it was pretty close. I knew it was football. Yeah, fantastic. Good job, guys. All right, on the mark, Brad. Well, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, that has been another episode of Sports and Star Stuff. Great job, guys. Woo! Very good job. All right, let's get out of here. Lucas, walk us home. All right, you can follow our podcast on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and don't forget YouTube at Oxford Holy Club. Uh, if you're using social media, throw up the hashtag OHClub. Um, and we would love for you to leave us a five-star review um, and give us a good rating on iTunes. And if you do, we'll read it on the air. Not only that, but you can send your questions to us at OxfordHolyClub.com. Those can also be prayer requests. Uh, you can browse our merch there as it comes available and apparently much more. Apparently. Yeah. And we don't pay to advertise. So any growth that we have comes from you sharing us with others. And thank you, Kent. We enjoy the show. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for spending this time with us. Guys, it's been great doing this with you. Until next time, be spiritually fit and have fun.